0: Hello everyone, welcome to another trip Talk. Today we have Jennifer, so we're gonna give her a few minutes to log in. Thanks for coming. Sometimes technology can be a real pain, so hopefully this can get started soon. Getting kicked out, hopefully okay. Let's see. So the last time I saw it said unable to join. But let's try.
1: Yay! Yay! Okay. Here you are. How are you? I'm good. Now that we can finally talk, I was like, no, we can't reschedule. I'm so excited for this. No, me too. Me too. I
0: always like, it's so tricky because sometimes if I send the request, it like won't work. And, mm-hmm. it's great. and I'm always like, you know, kind of like waiting. I don't know what to say while I wait. But I'm just so happy to see you. And I'm happy that this is working out.
1: Me too. Are you ready to Thank get started? Absolutely. I am. I've been ready.
0: Yay. Okay. So can you tell us a little bit about your trichotillomania? Kind of when you started? Um, and how it has progressed over the years
1: um it's progressed for like thirty plus years. Um, I began in second grade. I can't remember like the first initial time I started pulling my eyelashes that's the hair I pulled first and then my eyebrows. But I do remember my teacher and my mom talking like figuring out what's going on with Jen you know like she's she's missing her eyelashes like for what so mm-hmm. um, then doctor appointments started. My my parents took me to a pediatrician. They didn't really know what was going on. So then I went to um, like a skin doctor and I felt like I was under such a microscope because they had this huge like magnifying glass just like pointed in my eyes. And I knew like what I was doing. I knew I was pulling them out. I'm sitting here like wasting everybody's time um, going through that, but uh, since then I went on to, throughout all elementary, it was just my eyelashes and my eyebrows that I would pull from. And again, like, I don't know what triggered it or started it. It was just a thing that I knew maybe nobody else had. And Mm -hmm. it was me. So I never told anybody. I don't know why I kept it a secret. Um, Being an adult now, it's like, okay, there's a time for everything. So I kind of went through all that to prepare me for today Mm -hmm. which um being an adult and a mother it's a little different dealing with it because now everyone knows you know Mm -hmm. um I'm more open about it with my family now so yeah I guess I didn't really cover like middle school and high school those were like worst times Mm -hmm. and I can relate with you because a lot of what your book says is like totally me I'm like oh my gosh I went home one day with that exact same thing happening to me, you know. Mm. So, yeah,
0: it's a lot. When did you first learn? I know you said you lied. I lied too for oh, a while. Yeah, I, I lied all the time. Um, <clears throat> when did yeah. you first learn of the name trichotillomania?
1: I actually, I went to school for medical assisting. So after I was done with that, I worked with a doctor. So there's medical terminology books and dictionaries. So I just so happened to be just flipping through the dictionary and this this word popped up, trichotillomania, I'm like, wow, that's a long word. And I read the definition and my heart just stopped. I'm like, okay, like I do that. Mm-hmm. This thing, like for 20 years or whatever, I thought I am the only one that does this, but no, like somebody else does, probably knows of mm-hmm. people. So, um, yeah, and it was a shock for me. I still didn't tell anybody, like, what I knew it, what it was. Mm-hmm. Kept it to myself up until, um, like, a few years ago, I really opened up to my family and told them. So, this is what it is. This is what I do. And I was doing this when I was little, when you took me to the doctor. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how was, more understanding now.
0: How, how were everyone's, like, reactions when you told them?
1: Um, they were shocked of course but for the most part just supportive and like it's okay you know you're still Jen like Mm -hmm. without your hair you know and that that was important to me to hear that because for so long I thought my hair is so important or my eyelashes are so important.
0: Mm -hmm. Now did you feel like I know for me when I first started to tell people, I kind of had like this buildup of like, oh my gosh, so many things can go wrong. And then I tell, and I'm like, oh, that wasn't so bad after all. Did you have a similar experience?
1: Absolutely. Um, When I told my boyfriend and my oldest daughter, it was, I was freaked out. I'm like, how am I gonna say this? I don't want it to come out wrong, but you're just really never prepared. and. I just went for it, and I knew, or I was hoping, like, okay, they're not gonna stereotype me as, like, what most people might, like, oh, that's strange, or, you know, like, Mm. why do you do that? I knew they wouldn't question it, but, um, I did get the response I wanted, which was love and support, and to know that they're always here for me, and that they're gonna help me through this whenever I'm struggling, so, um, kind of similar that's nice now
0: what inspired you to be more open with your family and then also on social media with like strangers and things like that
1: question um with my family I knew like I did not want to take this to the grave I wanted to like give my life purpose you know and I wanted everyone to know everything about me and that was my deepest darkest secret so I knew I just, I wanted to tell my family I was tired of lying and I was tired mm-hmm. of hiding my my true self, you know, um, and especially with social media, what helped me really was a lot of YouTube videos, um, other people sharing their stories. And then once I became familiar with like Instagram, it was a whole new world, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's so many people and everybody is, um, just so nice and it helped me um gain the courage to just start talking more about it you know especially to anybody that feels alone like everyone says you know Mm -hmm. um that's important to me and and that's why i'm sharing my my life with about it
0: (laughs) yeah that's wonderful i think it's it is so i mean when i was younger like i said nothing no instagram you go on instagram you're like let's just see the hashtag trickotsillomania it's like oh thousands of posts and you're like what this is great mm-hmm. you know this is like there's people everywhere you know i didn't know that it
1: was for me yeah i totally felt relief and like more understood instead mm-hmm. of hearing well just stop like can't you just stop i mean i right. feel like a robot saying that because everybody has said it to me but no like i can try my best but then like, I, I have had setbacks. I did shave my hair, like, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And it's gone it's now. But really? during the pandemic and stuff, like, I just lost it in um, September. And I started again. And and I'm okay with it. Because I can't set too high a standard for myself and expect that, okay, I'm never going to do this again. Mm-hmm. I'm going need to just roll with the punches with it.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. I find that when I if I don't pull for a while I'm like wow look I haven't pulled I'm just like I guess I'm done and then I come yeah. back and then I'm like no I can't stop I guess I'll never stop it, it like comes in waves for me and you feel the same way?
1: Mm-hmm. I've totally been there um, and I get upset and have a little pity party and then I pick myself up because then I remember like it. it's not all of me mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm more than that than the trichotillomacea mm-hmm. sorry Yes.
0: Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Now, when you've had those moments of, you know, pull free or pulling less, how long have they lasted? Is there like a certain time frame that you've noticed, hey, a few years, I just didn't do it?
1: Um, Well, especially with my eyelashes and my eyebrows, gosh, I haven't done that in years. Um, Elementary school through even some of high school, too, I had no eyelashes. Mm -hmm. So I never wore the makeup like Mm -hmm. that girls were wearing and stuff, you know, I missed out on all that, but I guess just, I'm not sure really where the change started, but with my hair, I have been trying to keep track of like, well, when do I feel the urge to like pull more? Or when do Mm -hmm. I notice that my hands are at my head, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's like every few months, it's really crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Yeah. So I try to prepare myself like, okay, I might start feeling something this month and I don't want to um, encourage it in any way. And my preventatives are just like wearing rings. I keep my hands busy or mm. I dance or I clean what I can.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, that's great. I mean, it's all about, you know, trying to find those things that work for mm-hmm. you. Are there things right. that you've tried before that maybe worked for a little bit and then kind of stopped or...
1: Um, wearing wigs I thought mm-hmm. okay like when I had shaved my hair mm-hmm. I thought okay I could just wear wigs because like you've said before it's stylish people do it now it's more acceptable or people just don't care you know mm-hmm. um, it was hard for me though because it was uncomfortable and since I would itch my hair more or like my head then I would tend to want
0: mm-hmm.
1: to pull enough so like wigs are not for me I can't mm-hmm. I just can't use them
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, um, so when you pulled out your eyelashes, you said you, you missed out on like the makeup and stuff. Were oh, there yeah. any things, anything that you tried to kind of like mask your missing lashes? I know I, I used to put like dark makeup on, glasses.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, in middle school, no, I just had no eyelashes. Um, and it wasn't because it wasn't offered to me you know like my mom said do you want to wear makeup and i just chose not to um but more going into high school is when i thought okay i want to try to wear mascara they had like mm-hmm. the cool colored ones and um, mm-hmm. it didn't work out for me and i didn't know how to put eyeliner on you know there was no youtube video of how to mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? um so i just kind of went without it but during the time that I did have the eyelashes um I would mess around with having the false eyelashes and I never even thought of like gluing it on there like on my Mm -hmm. eyelid Mm -hmm. because I know that too and I'm like oh I wish I would have known that or I wish I would have thought of that
0: (laughs) well I did I'm like almost you know I'm almost 30 this year I'll be 30 this year and this year is when I first you know actually started to glue it onto my eyelid I had like fake eyelashes from a salon glued onto my eyelid. And it was, I looked like, you know, I don't know what made it seem like my eyes were so big, but then after that I didn't, I didn't try, but I'm like, darn, you know, I probably could have,
1: you know, Mm -hmm. for a little bit, but hey. But since it wasn't really my eyelashes that I tried to hide um, with my hair though, I just really, I worked with what I had for a little bit because I didn't wear extensions in high school or like up until a few years ago. So like, this is just my hair. I don't put anything in it, but with wearing the hair pieces and the, um, what was I saying? The extensions, Mm -hmm. it, it did take a toll on my confidence and just my overall feeling about my hair
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so not to say that have not having eyelashes is just as difficult but like I don't know I lost my train of thought for a second no I mean it's it's fine it's it it is such (laughs) a hard
0: thing to um kind of wrap your head around where you have this like image of yourself and then you change it and you're like wait I don't want to but I am and and so it is like you know, like being forced to do anything that you don't really want to, like wearing the fake eyelashes if you feel like you have to, or wearing the hair pieces because you feel like you have to. That totally. definitely, you know, is a burden, and it, and it you know takes a toll on on self confidence.
1: It totally. It took a toll on me every day, and and that was for a long time, like a lot of years, up until recently, like when I decided to talk about it because. Like, I'm sure nobody would want to live like that every day, like trying to hide something that they feel is not going to be accepted, Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, which I feel it's accepted, you know, opening up to the right people. Mm -hmm. And um, it does help you find yourself too. It's really helped me find myself since I've opened up about it. And I've met a lot of great people along the way. Um, And honestly, reading your book, Kind of got my wheel spinning of like hey you know what this is not so bad like my life is not so bad you know mm-hmm. thank For you the-
0: yeah you're welcome so much um now i lost my train of thought because now i'm blushing from what you said so thank you um so when you first started to um you know share on social media and you know just be open about your trichotillomania did anyone that you have met before in your life kind of come up and say, Hey, you know, I actually struggle with
1: this too. Several people. And I was a little bit like surprised because I would have had no idea had I not shared, you know, my piece. Um, no close relatives though, just like far and distant friends. Really. Um, I've never met anybody in person that has Mm -hmm. this, but, um, it was nice. those friends to reach out and say hey you know what like i've done this with my eyebrows too and i wear makeup so no one knows
0: Mm -hmm.
1: a lot and
0: how how did that feel like you know you said you were like shocked and to know that hey what if what if they had mentioned it like if we if we were all more open
1: with it wouldn't we know more people you know what i mean Exactly, and it would be more just known about, too. Mm-hmm. You know, we hide things from people because of other people's opinion, so to say, and um, it, it made me feel more connected to those certain people, like, you know who you are, if you're watching, but um, definitely more connected than I had felt before I had told anybody or reached out. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, you said you're a mother and I'm just curious, did you notice any changes during, you know, becoming a mother? Like, did, did it get better, get worse? Like, was there any type of change from before you were a mother to when you were a mother?
1: When I was a mother, like what's the difference? Um, I do, now that I look back and reflect on my time before becoming a mother, um, the difference being, like I have a child now, like am I going to tell my child, am I going to keep it from my child, you know, and, and I did keep it. I did keep it from my child, but, um, or children. Oh gosh, it's like a long, <laughs> I have four girls and one boy, blended family. So when I say daughter, it's not like I just have one. Anyways, I'm going off topic. Um. Mm, Totally forgot your question, I'm so So sorry.
0: If you noticed any any difference in your trichotillomania like tendencies?
1: Right, yes, when I was pregnant, um, as anybody who has been, I had a lot of cravings like for sugar and I know certain foods um, increase your urges to pull. So like sweets and caffeine, I was all about that being pregnant. So yes, like I would pull way more than when I was not pregnant um with both pregnancies to say but um when i wasn't pregnant i think it was just the lifestyle too like only having to um take care of myself i cared more about my image like okay this is just me like especially dating you know i just i lived a different lifestyle and i it's kind of hard to explain. Like, just like you said, I'm trying to still wrap my head around just explaining the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was different because I don't know. <laughs> it was lost. no idea. It just was, I guess, because I've, I've been so focused on raising a family. It's hard to think about like, how was it when I didn't have kids?
0: Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Um, I just kind of don't look back on those times so much, but definitely being pregnant, I pulled a lot more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely.
0: Now, when you get into that pulling zone or you're kind of like focused on, I know I'm like, you know, in the zone when I start to pull, what are some ways that
1: you kind of snap yourself out of it? Um, Especially if I'm watching a show with the family, I won't even think about pulling because I'm around people but if I'm by myself watching something and I feel like my hands going to my head I'll just get up I'll get up and move around even if I'm tired you know or I'll go wash my hands or wet my hair a little bit I find that wetting my hair is harder to pull for me so Mm -hmm. I do that um and some and when I do snap out of it I feel like what am I doing? Why, why am I pulling my hair? Let me remember, like, um, why I don't want to do this anymore. Like, that's kind of where my mind goes. Like, okay, what do I want to get out of this type of thing? Mm-hmm. I'm pulling my hair. Do I want to have a bald spot? You know, I'll start mm-hmm. asking myself these kind of questions, and then I just forget about it, mm-hmm. and I stop
0: are there any certain locations that you kind of find yourself pulling more from like even on your on your you know head or anything but also like in the kitchen in the bathroom you know certain places like that
1: usually like sometimes in the car like if i'm by myself in the car and you're just comfortable however you're driving you know and i'll have my hand here so mm-hmm. like a lot of the times it's my left side of my head right here um sometimes in the bathroom you know if I'm trying to fix my hair and then I notice like there's a crazy hair and I feel like I'm just too perfectionist you know like I I try to have my hair perfect and it's just it's not it's not going to be perfect there's always going to be one or two hairs
0: Mhm.
1: Mhm. oh yes
0: I remember like getting out of the shower and like pulling my hair down it's like wet and then like the crazy ones stick up and I'm like <laughs> you know I'm all excited but you know, as I got older, I'm like, okay, let's try to reel it back a little bit, but I definitely yeah. can't
1: so that, with was- you saying that, It reminds me of, um, I do remember the first hair, or the first time I started pulling my hair off my head. Um, it was a different crazy hairstyle. I went to a hair salon, and they separated my hair down the middle, and then they did like a zigzag Ooh. on my hair, you know? Yeah, I'm like, oh, this they- Cool, but then that created like these little hairs to stick up out everywhere, and I'm like, okay, I can't have that hair there, so I just started like pulling them out one by one, mm-hmm. and then before I knew it, like, okay, wait, this is noticeable, you know, and that was about eighth grade. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was about eighth grade.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard because I I you know you see them and they feel different, and then it's like. Like you said, it seems so innocent at first because it is. We're like, oh, what are, you know, this is not too bad. And then you look and you're like, oh, there's a big spot now. Like, what yeah.
1: do I Mhm. Totally. I've been there.
0: Mhm.
1: And I just wait like, okay, it, it'll grow back. You know, I'm mm-hmm. hopeful that it'll grow back. Yeah. So, but a lot of my hair has, I do have problems with like my front hairline. I'm really working hard to have it grow back a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Well it looks great, it looks really nice. Thank you. Can we talk about what led you to wanting to shave your head? And like how it felt when you did?
1: Yes, um, I have never thought about shaving my hair ever. Like no way, there's no way. I just, I couldn't have imagined my head without hair, but I did. And a lot of it came from just my family support. Like, hey, hair or no hair, you're still Jen. So I really pondered the idea. Like, if I just shave it, I can start over. Like, Mm -hmm. new hair, new me, you know? Yeah. Um, So I just said, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's get the razor and buzz it, you know? So my boyfriend helped me. He helped me shave my hair. And I wish I had the video to share, but it somehow deleted and I was bummed out, but um, it was a very emotional, just whole experience, hearing the buzzers on my head and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is really happening, like seeing the hair fall in my hands, um, It was unreal, but I'm really happy I did it. Um, it opened my eyes to, I guess, like the reality of my situation and Mm -hmm. what I'm willing to do to move forward from this by healing. Um, And it was tough at first because I'm so used, I was so used to having some hair on my head and I had Mm -hmm. none. Um, But seeing my family adjust and my children accepting me still as like, mom, you're, you're so beautiful. You know, I love you. Like it just really meant a lot and it helped get me through like the more difficult times of shaving my hair because I can't say it wasn't emotional like it was
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was hard for me at first but um once I started seeing my hair grow I mean I just started to kind of blossoming like you know I can do this this isn't so bad like it is just hair and it's either going to grow back or it's not so mm-hmm it was kind of cool seeing my hair go through different stages and like trying to style it because I've never had short hair before. Like even now, I try to curl it and and work with it, and it's fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely life changing. I'm glad I did it, and I don't know if I'll ever do it again, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe. I just think it's it's
0: amazing and incredible to take that step. You know, I'm Thank I'm you. like you know I haven't done it yet. I'm not saying I never will, I might, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you never know what life is going to kind of throw at you. But I just love how, you know, you found joy in, in styling of the different lengths and getting to know yourself in a different way. I feel like with hair, especially, you know, people, myself included, I want to hold on to it so much. And it's just like a part of like who I am, but then to take that, that step and say, no, it's not, you know, that's, incredibly powerful and and yeah Yeah.
1: and I remember hearing a phrase like a woman's hair I mean it might actually be a quote from the bible but a woman's hair is her crown and glory and then like me growing up with my hair being the way it was like Mm -hmm. I don't know I think that's how a lot of women feel like their hair is their glory you know Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but for it's just
0: wonderful that so many people are are changing things having fun with wigs yeah. wanting to buzz their hair for trichotillomania purposes or just they like it you know exactly mhm so it's it's really great because you know there are there are times where hey you might have one bald spot here and then it might just grow and grow and grow and it's like it's not um the end of the world if you have to buzz your hair and some people might have that kind of in their heart like oh no like I really don't want that to happen but Mm -hmm. the more people talk about I mean you had you know it seems to be it was emotional but a a positive experience from that.
1: I did yeah it was a little bit I, I was a little bit of a wreck in the beginning because to have no hair like my whole appearance changed again and again it was my choice you know. Mm -hmm. but and even documenting like taking pictures of you know my whole year and hair growth it's um it really does change you so if anybody's thinking about shaving your hair just go for it just go for it you know it may or may not help you but
0: Mm
1: -hmm. everyone's different
0: (laughs) at least you know at least trying new things that's that's all you know I always talk about just trying new things. I love learning new things, new
1: little tricks and tips and hey, shaving the hair. Yes. Shaving the hair. Yes. I still can't believe I did it. It's like, it's crazy.
0: Hey, Well, that's awesome. And I, and I like that you say, you know, I might not do it again. Hey, am I, you know what I mean? It's just,
1: yeah, I don't know.
0: wherever the, wherever the journey takes you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Have you learned any like tricks or tips from another trickster? Before, Like, you know, coming on social media and kind of like talking to other people.
1: Um, there's so many, like, there's so many things that people do, you know, um, that, I mean, I have tried a lot of things. I'm trying to think of like pinpointing one, maybe, maybe like working out. Mm -hmm. I've never thought of like, oh, exercise and all this, it might help me, but, um, can't really pinpoint one. I know wearing hats, Mm -hmm. bandanas, um, fidget toys, like that's really what helps me too, is like wearing rings. Like I have this little twisty ring and it moves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I used to
0: wear the spinner rings. Is that, you have one that spins, right?
1: Yeah, I have one that spins.
0: I used to wear them on these fingers and I would just like spin throughout the day. (laughs) It just, Cause I was constantly like up, you know, pulling it. And so I was like, okay, let me spin. And as I was teaching, my kids were like, why do you keep doing that? So I don't know. It's just fun. But really I was like trying to manage, you know, Exactly. so you are, you know, a person besides having trichotillomania, what are some things that you like to do
1: for self care or just for fun in general? Um, For self-care, I do like to, I, gosh, I like to do a lot of things, but it's just the time that I don't make for it sometimes. Um, I do have a creative side, um, painting, like on canvases. My daughter has been doing it so much, so it's kind of inspired me again to just begin painting and just um, have that time to relax and just see what comes of your art, you know? Also, dance, any type of music. I just love to move. Mm. (laughs) Um, We don't really go out too much with the kiddos, but I do have triplets, and they drive me crazy sometimes. But um, getting outside with them is fun, and doing chalk. Those are some of the things I like to do as well. Um, Teaching them new things, like jump rope. Mm. become kind of popular with them. Um, so we try to get out there and do it as much as we can, but as far as myself, uh, reading also, I never used to like to read growing up, but I've taken it on as an adult. I do like to read what else Mm -hmm. I think that's about it, baking too. I've started liking, I've liked baking, but I've never took it seriously until this year. Mm -hmm you know, learning new recipes or sharing with people. Um, I'm really interested in that too.
0: Nice. Are there any certain like dishes that you like? Do you like more like desserts?
1: Oh yes, I do have a a tooth for dessert. I love dessert. I just learned to make like candied pecans. They came out so good. They used to sell them at the fair. Um, And that's what gave me the idea. Like we're not gonna have the LA fair this year, so. I thought I would bring it home.
0: That's wonderful, that's so nice. And I know you like to journal. Do you wanna talk a little bit about your journaling and like how that's maybe like helped you in some way?
1: Okay, yeah, I would. Um, I I started journaling in, what year are we, 2021 now? <laughs> so like a few years ago, it's been a few years when I started really taking it seriously. Um. And like I've shared with you, I I started collecting journals that I find at a thrift store, You know, just a blank journal. And I try to go with the theme, whatever the theme is, I'll try to write about whatever my memories are or just daily inspirational quotes, um, whatever's on my mind really. And it's helped me reflect on, okay, this happened a year ago. Like, where am I at now? It puts a different perspective on how far I've come you know, I guess. And that's what helps me by journaling and writing some of my thoughts down because it's not easy to remember everything. Mm -hmm. So write it down. And,
0: you know, if you have moments where you write about something that's like particularly like challenging or like emotional, do you feel relieved after letting that out?
1: I do. Yes. Because saying it to yourself inside your mind and then reading it on paper is completely different. For me Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um so to answer your question yes
0: that's great yeah so you know we we spoke recently I got a new journal um I you know (laughs) I stopped writing and I you know now that I just asked you that question you know did you feel relief after writing I'm sure you know if I did that you know with losing my dog then I might have healed in a different way you know maybe maybe I can have one you know on it you know at some point actually go back and write how I felt and all the emotions that
1: exactly and it just it helps you get that pain or whatever you're feeling out like that's how it feels for me you know just getting it out Mm -hmm. letting it go a little bit you know yes and the situation is and I think you know being so, so
0: open about trichotillomania, for me, it made me want to be more open about like everything with everyone. Just like kind of tell anything. Did you, did you feel similar? Um,
1: I mean, maybe, and and maybe I haven't noticed. I don't know. Um, I do, I'm sure seem a lot more happier Mm -hmm. because I'm worried about my hair every day. You know, um, it's been a little easier, but I think just my personality, I've been a little more energetic and happy. That's what's Mm -hmm. changed.
0: Yeah, because it feels, you know, I used to call it my deepest secret, my deepest, darkest secret too. Um, And then you let that out and you realize, hey, it's actually not weird or bad. It's just what I do. And then it's like, well, if I'm not ashamed of that, then like what? I'm ashamed of nothing. You know what I mean? That was like my deepest thing.
1: Mm -hmm. I guess, um, yeah, I guess I am more open than with other things because I can't think of anything I wouldn't want to tell anybody now. Now that I've said, you know, this is what I've been doing to my hair for years. I have trichotillomania and I'm taking it a day at a time. Mm-hmm. So. And I think it just,
0: it just shows that, you know, sharing your story, not only does it open up that door to meet people with trichotillomania, to learn more about it, you're kind of freeing yourself from like, Everything once mm-hmm. you start you know wanting to be your true authentic self, then more you know opportunities to share and be your true authentic self they show up
1: glee yes, and that that actually brings me back to just growing up, you know whatever age I was, and if I was interested in something, I would always feel discouraged to do it because you know, oh, I don't have the hair for that, or, oh, I don't have eyelashes, and I think you need to to have that. Um, I was in baton when I was little, so we would put makeup on sometimes if we performed, or hair would be a certain way, which I didn't have a problem with my hair then, but going on into high school, um, being on dance team, girls had a certain hairstyle we had to do, and oh my gosh, I would go to bed crying, because it's like, am I gonna do my hair like this? And nobody's Mm. gonna find me. And I mean, I was able to manage and I felt like everybody knew. Like something's different. But growing up now, I don't feel as discouraged to do things. It's just a matter of me doing it now. Mm -hmm. Like no excuse, right? Like if I want to do something, I should just do it. But I didn't have that mindset back then when when I didn't know why I was doing what I was doing to my hair. So definitely a change there too. Yeah. And I, and I think too, when we are like, you know,
0: in elementary school, middle school, high school, a lot of the conversation is like, why, why do you look like that? What's going on here? Instead of like, Hey, you know, more understanding. Kids don't know, you know what I mean? You know, it's kids. They don't know how to ask those uncomfortable questions. Sometimes adults don't either, but it feels more of like,
1: I laugh so innocently because it's like yes people don't understand and being a child and being called out for like oh my gosh like why don't you have eyelashes you know just like would you ask someone if they have a bald head like are you sick it's it's the same type of thing but yeah that was hard Mm -hmm. that's definitely tough going through those and you think of the quickest lie like i don't even know what i would say to people or kids passing in the hall, like, I i think I just walked away and ignored him. And they probably mm-hmm. thought I was, but I mean, that's just the way I, I dealt with it at that time.
0: Mm-hmm. Man. And it's sad because, you know, one of the things I came up with, well, my, my brother came up with, he, the kids were like, why do you have no eyebrows? And he was like, I shaved them off. Okay. You know, kind of had my back there. And okay, I would just, <laughs> like say that. And I was like, yeah, but you know, he's three years younger than me. I was like, what, 11 or 12. So he's like, you know, very young. And for us to come up with these intricate stories of when did you shave your eyebrows off? Why? Um, mm-hmm. You know, that is so hard for for a young child and for siblings and in the, in the family, you know, it does. It takes so much work to want to even go to school, let alone the yeah. work. school." but like to face people at school,
1: Mm -hmm. that- It was really draining. It was like, what's gonna happen today? Um, I can tell you an embarrassing story that happened to me (laughs) during high school, Um, had to have been about 10th grade, but um, we're sitting in the chairs, everyone has their individual chair, and I kind of sat in the front row. So there's people behind me and someone threw gum in my hair and I I freaked out. I'm just like, at first I didn't know, right? And then mm-hmm. once the passing period comes, I go to the bathroom and like, I'm trying, I always had to check my hair, like, is my mm-hmm. hair okay? You know? So I felt like this and I'm like, what is that? It was gum. And I knew, I'm like, somebody threw gum on my hair in that class. And it's it, things like that where it's like, okay, like, who knows why they did it? Do they mm-hmm. know about my hair? I did it to make it worse whatever but um yeah I guess <sighs> <Yeah>. just- that <laughs> there's already the the issue
0: of being a teenager right that's yeah. a whole thing then to have something where it's like I look different from everybody else I just want to fit in like I you know at, in, at my school it was like who likes who like that was a big thing to be like desired and stuff and so
1: it's like if that was me always trying to try to fit in but then like, I just wasn't feeling it fully because of my hair. I didn't want to be found out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because I think it's like, um, you know, it's our, it's our story to tell. You know, I don't want to be forced into explaining what's going on. One, it's maybe none of their business, you know, de- depending on how I feel about them. And two, it's like you might not even understand i might be explaining something and you still think that i'm you know weird yeah. or just
1: and weird. i honestly i i grew up having a best friend and we would journal back and forth like i did journal back in the day <laughs> but we would write just little like i guess it was notes but just a journal and she had asked me one time like you know jen like, what happened to the front of your hair like it's you know something's up and i don't i never told her Mm. I was just never like even though she was my best friend probably thought she knew everything about me except for that but mm-hmm. it, it was just too tough for me at that time yeah. but I was happy that she had reached out once I came clean about it you know a year ago like she really she did reach out and it meant a lot to me so I'm glad I have that closure in a way yeah. you know like okay mm-hmm. she knows it took a long time but she knows. Yes, yeah. and it, it's when
0: you wanted to share. You know, you weren't forced to kind of come out and, and tell everybody. That could have been really detrimental for you if you were kind of if you felt forced to share your story. Now right. you share, and you have this confidence about it, um, and this openness that you might not have had if you were forced. Yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah, there but, was.
1: Agree yeah, with you
0: my parents had asked me if I wanted the school to know, like just because, yeah. um, you know, I was pulling a lot, you know, eyebrows, eyelashes, hair, and they were like, do you want us to tell the school so that the teachers kind of know and can, you know, help, you know, if, if you're pulling, maybe they come over, tap you on the shoulder, you know, they were trying to help out. And that was like the worst idea I ever heard. I was like, no, don't tell okay. the school. I could not I- imagine. Could not. And then I wonder, what if, they told, what would have happened? You know, there was always that, like, you know, just wondering what if. But that, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't handle that. I wasn't ready to, like, announce people that I'm not friends with about this Mm -hmm. disorder. (laughs)
1: Like, no way. It could have gone better for us, or it could have gone worse. We'll never know. But like you said, you know, we just weren't ready for it. Mm -hmm. it wasn't timing Mm
0: -hmm. what is some what are some pieces of advice that you would give someone who is ready to open up about trick or maybe just started
1: um good question i think just be yourself you know like being genuine about um whatever you have to say and don't be nervous. I mean, I guess it's easy to say don't be nervous. I sit here and get nervous sometimes too. But um, yeah, I guess that's just basically it. I don't know how to elaborate on that maybe. um, Just know that you have a lot of support around you when opening up. Um, Even if there is negativity. It's someone that's just not happy with themselves. And they're not educated on you know what's really going on here no
0: well this has been a pleasure thank you so much for coming on and for being so open and honest and
1: sharing your fun i'm happy and thank you again hope to talk soon because this was fun yes i would love to thank you so much i'll see you later see you